Welcome everyone, as Hashem continues, Simin, Kuf Samach Bey, Siv Tes, Siv Kodin Samach Dalich, number 392, in Hilchus Natilus We are going to plan on finishing Kuf Samach Bey's and begin and finish Kuf Samach Gimel during this shear. The Mechaber is telling us that when a person is washing his hands, let's start from the beginning of Siv Tes, just to get the flow in the Mechaber, Kishashayfich Maim Rishoyinim Al Yodov, Sarichli Zoyer, to be careful that there is no tzror or kesom, any pebble or little twig, or anything which is remaining on your hand. What's the reason to be careful that nothing is remaining on your hand? Not because of chatzitza. It's not because of a separation concern. But because we don't want to have anything that's on your hand, because the water, when you put the water in your hand, it only is metaher, it only purifies the water, it only purifies your hand. It does not purify the item that is on your hand, the pebble that's on your hand, the casem, the little twig that's on your hand. Fine. doesn't purify the water on the pebble. Once again, if you pour the magic amount of revis of water at one time, then there is no problem, no concern of any of this. Says the Even something that grows from the water, its source is from the water. Like we discussed earlier, these red uh, types of bugs. Worms, perhaps. Or snow or hail when they were not crushed. They still have a status, the same status of a pebble or a casem or a piece of wood, a little twig. And you have to make sure that they are removed from your hand when you wash your hand because if they're wet, when you wash your hand the first time and then they touch something else, that moistness can contract can 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 uh, transfer over the tumult impurity. The primigodim is mistapic, is in doubt in regards to snow or hail. Shuloi livsol imnimso al yodoi achar hanetilo. So the primigodim is not so sure in regards to in regards to snow or hail. That maybe it shouldn't passel, it shouldn't invalidate, it shouldn't transfer any tumma, any impurity after you wash your hand. Take a look in the for further elaboration. That according to us, the regil nitol revius that we are accustomed to pour revius on each hand, lest la nafkusa bechose. There is no practical difference in all of this. Once again, why? Because we are pouring revius. What do you see over here very clearly? If you don't pour revius, you might have an issue. Siv kodin samcheish in mayim etarin. What's the lemer? The tam hapsul bazehu. The reason for this invalidating reason of of the water. The psul is mishum shemaim shal atzor of nitmu machmas yodov v'chayzim etam haidai because the water that's on the tzor, the water that's on the pebble, became tamei 
Machmas Yada because of your hands, Vikhoizrin and it comes back umitamahiadaim and makes the your hand tummy again. So you'll say, okay, I'm going to pour the waters a second time. That still doesn't help. It only purifies the water that's on the hand. And not the water that's on the pebble. So once again, the way Chazal instituted that the water will only retire the water that's on your hand, and not the water that's on the pebble. As we said earlier in Sifches, then there's no problem at all. We continue right along with Sif Yud. And the Mechaber concludes some Kusamach Beis, which is the focus of Kusamach Beis, once again, is make sure you pour reviews of water. A person who has a Makabi he has a wound on his hand, and he has a bandage. Perish, in, it says a word here, Belaz, you can read it yourself. Okay, he has basically a bandage wrapped up, wrapping up his wound. It's sufficient. That you should wash the rest of your hand and not the place of the wound. Okay? Wash the rest of your hand and not the wound. Careful, not to touch the retia, not to touch the retia, the bandage. Because you don't want the water on the bandage to come back and and make your hand tummy. So you be careful not to pour the water on the bandage. Or, once again, use the magic amount of a revise of water at one time, and that will um, take care of any problems. That's, once again, only if you could get the bandage wet. You could pour the first waters to wash for bread on your hands, uh, over into a bucket or on the ground as well, it's not a problem. It says the Mishra Sif Cotton Samach Zain Retia. So take a look earlier in Kusamach Aleph where we spoke about this. Dailoi, it's sufficient to wash the area around the 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 bandage. Dailoi Sheitol Shariyad, the rest of the hand and not the the bandage. Mayri Sheino Yochol Hasiro Machmas Keiv Hamaka. We're talking about a case where you can't take off. The bandage because of the pain of the mako. And this is not a netilo lechatsoin. It's not a half a washing. We learned earlier that netilo lechatsoin, a half a washing, is not a good washing. It's not a sufficient washing. Because you push it, can't wash. The second half. That's similar to a person who unfortunately was missing. Nikta Ed's boy, his finger was, was not there. He still washes the rest of his hand. A person is missing a finger, he still washes the rest of the hand. So a person who has the bandage on his hand that he cannot remove, he should still wash the rest of the hand. Let's say a person, for whatever reason of an illness, 
he cannot wash his hand at all. He should make sure to put on like a glove, a plastic glove or any type of glove. Make sure to wrap your hand with a, with a napkin so that your hand uh, will not touch the food. The Mechaber said, Be careful not to touch the bandage. The water should not touch the bandage. That if the, if the first waters were spilled, were poured on the bandage, second pouring of water will not help in that, that, uh, the tire the water that's on the bandage. Just like we said in Siftes, then the water that's on the bandage goes back and it's metame. It makes your hands tame like they were from beforehand. Just like we said a minute ago in regards to the pebble and the casum and the twig. That's what the mechaber means. Make sure the water that goes onto the bandage does not go back onto your hand. Or you pour revius at one time and then it will not have any problems. Even if water will come back on your hand, it's not going to be a concern. It's not a problem. This, this suggestion, this piece of advice, is even greater than the first suggestion. In other words, to pour the revise. Because the Mishra is explaining, it's a little difficult to pour, let's say in the back of a person's hand, he has this, uh, this bandage. And it's, it doesn't matter if it could get wet. It could get wet. So it's difficult to exact, pour, to be precise and pour right next to it and not on top of it. Because if the water gets on that bandage and then the, the bandage is wet, which means the moisture is getting back onto your hand, then your hand, you didn't wash your hand. That's what we're saying. So therefore, pour revius. If you can get that bandage wet, pour revius at one shot. If not, cover it up and, and uh, pour the rest of your hand. And that's the story. Says the Mishra further. It's appropriate, it's a good idea to cover up the bandage when you're eating that um, it should be covered and it shouldn't come to touch uh, any of the food. If the bandage fell off during your meal, you have to wash a second time, just like the lachas of a mapa. As we will see now in Gimel, you remove the mapa, you are not permitted to eat, so too over here as well. You can pour the first waters if you wash on your hands on over the ground or into a cup, into a bucket. water in front of the as opposed to Okay. Um, Okay, so the Baruch Hashem, we just finished Kuf Samach Beis, we continue now with Kuf Samach Gimel. Just one last point, you know, a person has a Band-Aid, and it's on his finger, it's on his hand, and he doesn't take it off. And then during the meal, he sees that because he washed his hand, it's it's loose, 
and throughout the meal it finally falls off, or he doesn't realize he partially takes it off, now we're saying you have to wash your hands again. Don't make a new bracha, but that's what we're saying, to wash your hands again. So if you have a bandit on your hand and you can't take it off before you wash your hands, so you should take it off, dry your hand, after you make a moitzi, put on a new band-aid. But if it's going to stay on, make sure it stays on during the meal as well. And that part of the band-aid, make sure you use the revius. Make sure you use the revius if you're keeping the band-aid on your hand. Okay. Continue now. The Allah is a person who wants to eat bread or something that's dipped in food and he does not have any water to wash. What should he do? As well as the Allah is a person who is feeding other people. If you feed someone else and you're touching the food, do you have to wash your hands? That is the question. What about if you're eating the food, you're eating bread, but you're not touching the bread. Do you have to wash your hands? I'm going to see a very interesting halacha in that regard. Says the If you do not have any water available in front of you, in front of you means you want to eat and wash, but there's no water to wash with. In order to get water, you have to travel a distance of four meal. One meal is 18 minutes. Four meal is 72 minutes. And in other words, you're going in that direction. So you have to wait till you get to that destination of traveling 72 minutes and then wash your hands. And if you want to wash and within 18 minutes behind you, you want to eat bread rather, and within 18 minutes behind you there is water, so you have to go back that distance. It's not just, okay, I don't see any water around, so I'm going to take a napkin and, 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 and hold the bread and then eat my bread. Now, Practically speaking, this scenario is not so common that you be able to that you don't you can't find water within 72 minutes when you're traveling. Like what does that mean? Like you're in the desert. Normally speaking, you have some some exit within 72 minutes. However, there was a, there's an example we could give where let's say you're you're taking a bus to to Toronto. To, to Canada and you're, you're on the bus and, and, the, and the bus is traveling uh, let's say you know you tell me there's water in the bathroom it broke okay and and you're traveling for hours and hours the bus stop, driver's not going to stop at the at the little Wawa over there because you need to wash your hands so perhaps that's an example that one can apply this halacha where you can't get any water you can't get any water in that scenario that's when you would be permitted to use this approach of eating your bread with ra- first wrapping your hands with a napkin. So then he says here further, you wrap your hands, you take a cloth, uh, something, and you wrap your hands in it, and then you eat the bread. Or if you want to eat that which you dip into liquid, and the Ramah adds, or you eat with a utensil, with a spoon or a fork, we will see that the Achreinim are not so comfortable with this Ramah. Says the Mishnah Rura. So once again, the case is you're traveling and you don't have any access to water. Interesting scenario. The Oysun, apparently the, the people would, in those days, some people would wash their hands with the, the dew of the grass. The dew that was on the grass. And says the Yamsha Shlomi, the Marshal, lived in the, around the 1600s, it says, nothing doing. That's not a good idea. You're not allowed to do that at all. 
Not only that, you're making a brach of atal if you do that. Says the Amshah Shleimei, the oitzin shenoit from your day and belachos asavim. Those people who would wash their hands with the moistness of the grass, kashein lahemayim, when they don't have any water, averihi biyadim. This is avera. Shemizalzalin v'netilas yadaim. They are cheapening the mitzvah of netilas yadaim. They got berchosin levatolahi, and it is a bracha levatolo. Shein zen netilo kolikir. This is not a netilo. It's not a washing at all. Sifkat and Beis is no water mitzuyim, no water accessible. Alok yeshemayim mitzuyim, but the one the water is matzoy. Oser af b'mapa, it's oser even with a mapa. Dilma oser lamingo because if there is water available, you have to use the water. So you say, why not? Why 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 can't I just wrap my hand with a with a napkin? And the answer is because it's a bidiyevit because you still might come to touch the bread. You might come to touch the bread. We're not like giving out gloves, plastic gloves, every time you sit down to eat. And we say it's not a problem. It's a bit of it. If you're going in a distance in, in the direction where you're traveling, and it, uh, so we say you have to make sure you wait at least 72 minutes before you get your, your heter to use the napkin. You're traveling on the road, and you estimate that you won't find water, turn the page, even unless you get to a, a distance of more than four meal. Who writes the lechol? The person is hungry. He wants to eat. Then he is permitted to eat if he wraps the napkin around his hand. But if he is mishayer, if he estimates that if he will get water, take it that he knows he'll be able to get some water after his. For meal, at the distance of 72 minutes, then it um, then he would have to wait until it gets to the water. To go backwards, since it's difficult uh, as a burden, that is, to go backwards from the direction you came from, you'd only have to go back one meal. When you realize you won't find any water, in the direction you were going for some time, Mutar Ali Mapa. So this also would be permissible, another scenario, to use a napkin and wrap the, wrap your hands around a napkin. Now that I'm say, let's say you're in doubt. The first case was you know you know for sure it's a distance of four meal, seventy two minutes in one direction and one meal eighteen minutes behind you. But he, let's say you don't know. Will you find water in the distance of four mil going forward or one mil going backward? And person is hungry to eat. It's also permissible through a map. Those who are working in the fields, in the orchards, they have a hetter because since they have to guard the field, they can look for water even less than the distance of traveling a meal. And if they can't find any water, then they can wrap their hands in the napkin and then not touch the bread. They can't leave their, their post. Whose yard site was a few days ago, the 
lahantun ad abamilun. The chayadim and other achrayim tell us a very important halacha. Let's say you're in your house and they, they shut off the water on your block. Okay, not only the water on your block, but in the next few blocks around you. And, and you want to eat something. This happens sometimes. You get a notice, water shut off, and you, you just didn't buy any water. You can't get any water. So he says that if you're in your house, it has a din like what? Like you are in the field as well. You're not obligated to burden yourself to go after looking for water if if you have to travel more than a meal, more than 18 minutes, even less than that. It doesn't say exactly. Maybe it's 15 minutes if it's you know takes more more than 15 minutes to get water or 10 minutes, then then you could use that heter of wrapping your hands with a napkin and eating your sandwich. Okay. The only reason why you said we're machmir, if you will, to use that per, that word, that you have to wait 72 minutes because you're going in that direction. Since that's your destination, we're saying wait till you get there and then you'll eat your bread after you wash. Yitol yadov. Really says this You're not really yitol yadov. You're not washing your hands with a napkin. You're holding, you're wrapping your hands with a napkin. The mapa or mishum davar or with any type of item or cloth. And he says, "V'ayim be'alacha, the ladas, the ladas, hamechaber mistabra that tzarech lichroich shtei yod of dafka." According to mechaber, is it is it just your right hand or just your left hand that you're wrapping with the cloth? He says, "No." According to mechaber, you should wrap both hands with the cloth. The avsha oichel be'achas, even though you're only holding the sandwich with one hand. You might touch the food with your other hand. Therefore, the Mechaber is saying, you should make sure to wrap both hands with a napkin. According to the Ramah, we uh, can be lenient, says the Mishnah Rura, and only wrap one hand when you're eating um, the, the food with the napkin, holding the, the sandwich with the napkin. Sivkot in Vav, so too, the same Allah applies if you want to eat an item which is dipped into a liquid. As we learned earlier in Sema Kuftam and Ches, you'd also have to wash your hands in this situation. In the situation where there is no mapa, where there is no napkin, then it's permissible to eat it even without a napkin. However, since you can't get water and you have no item to wrap the napkin, to wrap the food with, so you can still eat the, the bread. Okay. However, that scenario is 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 almost uh, non-existent. Why? It's something which is not really applicable. Are we talking about a person not wearing any clothing? Is the person not wearing clothing that he can't take his sleeve, can't take his shirt, and wrap something, his his the food with something with a garment? That's pretty usually not the case. Therefore, he's obligated to use whatever material he has to wrap his hands and not touch the bread if he can't wash. The Sefer Aruch, one of the Rishayim who obligates a person to hold the napkin if he can't wash his hands before he, while, while he's eating the bread, is all is not an is not a 
Yechidah, not an individual opinion in the matter. The Vigam Harach, Rabbeinu Hananel, Bepirusha, one of the early, early, early Rishonim. And this Perish Sachim also says you have, should wrap your hand with a cloth or a napkin or something and not touch the bread directly if you cannot wash your hands. Sivkot and Zayin. Now the Ramah says, or if you can't use a napkin, use a spoon or a fork or something like this. The Achrein Miskashi was that the Achrein not so comfortable with this approach of using a fork or a spoon. The Achrein say, like, where did Ramah get this din from? Where, he's making this up? Where, where, is he, where did he get this Allah from? The shiny map is Shiyodim Chusa. The Achreinim are saying that a map of cloth, a napkin, a tissue is different because your hand is wrapped up in the napkin and you're not going to touch the actual bread or, or, or food that was dipped in the water. As opposed to in this case where your hand is totally exposed and you're holding the utensil in your hand, we're concerned you might come to touch the bread. You might come to touch the food. That is their complaint on the Ramah in this case. has an attempt to answer on the Ramah. I am sham, but it seems like it's not such a good answer, according to many. So the Mishmur concludes, therefore, if you have a map, if you have a cloth, you should make sure to use the, the napkin. The, the, the mapa and not rely on the other possibility where the Ramah says or eat through a calf, through a spoon. Okay, that was Sif Alif. Sif Alif talked about the importance of making sure that if you don't have water and you can't reach the, your uh, destination that has water, you should make sure to wrap your hands with a cloth what does it mean you can't get water? If you're going in a direction ahead of you and you ha- there's no water in that direction of sending you two minutes, that's when you can be lenient behind you. 18 minutes if you're in your house, even less than 18 minutes. Now, I'm going to give a little introduction to this next halacha because it's, it's going to sound backwards and counterintuitive. We've been learning the whole time here that you have to make sure you wash before you eat because your hands are tummy. Now we're going to learn halacha that if whatever the scenario, whatever the reason is, whatever case you want to think of, it's up to you. If you are feeding someone else, you're feeding someone else, and the person is not going to be touching the food, you who are feeding the person do not have to wash your hands. The person who is eating the food has to wash his hands. You'll ask me a question, but one second. That doesn't make any sense. Well, first of all, we don't say that. We don't say it doesn't make sense. We say, I don't understand. And that there are many chuvas, in fact, that talk about this, the proper way of talking. Now, we don't say it doesn't make sense. We say, I don't understand. Are my hands tummy? How can I, who's feeding the other person, touch the food and I don't have to wash the hands? He's never touching the food. It's going straight into his mouth. Okay. And we're going to see in the Mishnah the basic answer for this is that let's go back to the original Takana, the decree, the, the establishment that Chazal established that we have to wash our hands. What's it based on? It's based on the Koyahanim who are doing what? Who are eating Truma. The Kohanim are going to do what? Eat the Truma. 
That's the source of having to wash our hands. That being the case, now I think it makes beautifully perfect sense. This halacha that we have to wash our hands is based on the koyhanim who would wash their hands when they would eat the food. The focus is the eating of the truma. So, so to here, in the case when the person is eating the food, he has to make sure to wash his hands. With that introduction, let's take a look here at the Mechavis of Beis. HaMaychil one who feeds other people, He does not have to wash in Tila Yes, you heard that correctly. One who is feeding other people and touching the food does not have to wash his hands. However, one who is eating the food, Sarich Netila Sedaim. Sarich Netila Sedaim. One who is eating the food needs Netila Sedaim. Someone else is putting the food in his, in his mouth. Rather, and he's not touching the food at all. So too, if he's using a fork. He needs to have Nitila Sedaim because he's eating the food. Okay, we'll come back to the Ramah when we're up to it. Says the Mishnah Sef Kod Neches, Even though the person who's feeding someone else is touching the food. As, as we said, this is a Dinder Abbanan. And this dinder abanan is when did Chazal, under what circumstances did they say you have to go wash your hands? It's when you're eating food. If the person's eating food, not the person who's feeding someone. It's not if you touch the slice of bread, you have to wash food. No, if you're eating food. This person's eating food, so he has to wash his hands. But not the person who's feeding him. Now it makes very good sense. Right? No questions. Af alpi, even though said the mechaber even though you're not, someone else is putting the food in this individual's mouth and he's not touching the food, he still has to wash. As Lavush explains, because the chachamim did not differentiate when it comes to eating the food, if you're touching the food or not touching the food. Using a fork. It's, it's no different than if you're eating a food that you have to wash with it, you have to wash as well. Here also, the, the fork does not. Is the food going in your mouth? The food's going in your mouth. So, okay, so it doesn't make a difference how it's getting there. Now, the Ramah, he says, it is forbidden to feed someone unless he washes his hands first. Why? Because you, the one who's feeding him, will be transgressing the iser of before a blind person, they'll put a stumbling block, which means over here that this person is doing Aveira now. What's the Aveira? If I'm feeding someone else and he has to wash his hands, but he didn't wash his hands, so we're saying he's not going to be able to get the food unless I feed it to him. So now I'm doing Aveira. It's, it's a lot. So he says, I can't feed someone who didn't wash his hands because of Because he has to wash his hands. And if he's not washing his hands, 
Now he, he, he can't get the food unless it's unless it's coming from me. Now the Mishra clarifies it. could be a That's only if you know the person didn't wash his hands. Avisafek, which is a funny case. But it is basafek mutter. But if he's not sure if you wash his hands, you're permitted to feed him. Now, first of all, what, what, you can't ask the person. Right? It's a hard case to understand. But prat the ani stalking even more so in the case of an ani. We're giving him stalker. Bevadi ain't lahachman basafek. You definitely don't be machman when it comes to the case of a safek. Ain shom sif base. The kamakim toiv dechshenayu sin laani shloi kim lebigave. Says it's appropriate when you give it to an ani that you don't know him well. You tell him, please come wash your hands. You ask him to wash his hands. Simple as that. Because of that's if the food belongs to his friend. Because if it's the food belongs to the one who's eating it, you can technically take it by himself. So it's not called if naiva. Here's what the Mishra is telling us. There's two isurim here. There's an isidorais of if naiva. Now, if naiva is only if it's your food and you're putting it in my mouth without me washing. So how would I get this food? I would only get the food if you give it to me. So that's lefneiver, all right? Because I'm now making a stumbling block that that you're eating food that you didn't wash for. But if it's if it's let's say my food that I could eat by myself, for whatever reason you're feeding it to me now, but it's mine, I could feed also myself. I could feed myself. Now that's an isidurabanan called misayeya, misayeya dvara avera. You're assisting the person to do an avera, because then the person can do the avera himself. But someone else is doing assisting him in it, so now it's not in the Fneiva, it's not a Daraisa, it's a Dirabanan, and still you have to be careful not to do that. Baruch Hashem, we finished Kusamach Gimel, now next time we're up to Kusamach Dalit.